0: Go ahead and grab a seat tonight, amen. I just want to jump into our series, amen. We've been in a series on Wednesday nights entitled Prayer, amen, prayer, simply prayer, amen. And Jesus told his disciples, this is how you pray, and it's found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. And it says this, this then is how you should pray. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In this prayer series, I've been breaking down each part of the Lord's Prayer. We talked about our Father in heaven, that we can go to confidence to our Father. Amen. That he is a holy God. Amen. And then last week was thy kingdom come. Then we're inviting God's authority and power to come into our lives and to be part of our our, our daily our uh, life, Amen. Our, our, our every our every doing in our life, Amen. That He be part of it. That when we ask for His kingdom to come, we're inviting His power to come. And tonight, I want to minister. My God will provide. How many know that Your God will provide? Come on, He's a, He's a, He's a God of provision, Amen. He's the one that provides for us and takes care of us. And so, I want to focus on verse eleven tonight. Say this with me: Give us this day. Somebody say, this day, our daily bread. bread. Amen. Now, Jesus here is not talking about giving us a double-double. Come on, even though a double-double sounds pretty good right now. But he's not talking about food, though. How many know that he provides food for us? But Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Jesus is giving us an invitation. An invitation for us to come to the Father with confidence for daily refreshing. Come on, how many need some daily refreshing? Come on, that's something that we need to do every single day when we wake up, amen. That he renew our spirit, both body and soul. See, the phrase, give us this day, our daily bread, is a specific command for us to recognize our dependency on the Lord for all nourishment. Come on. And to realize that this provision for our needs flows out of the discipline of daily prayer. It's only when you pray, church, that this gets released. I say when you pray, then it gets released. That means if we want God to meet our daily needs, we must, say I must, we must come to him daily, and it starts with prayer. Amen? The question tonight, church, and I don't want you to shout it out, and I don't want you to answer it out loud, amen, I want you to answer it in your spirit, do you depend on him daily? Do you depend on him to renew and refresh you daily, or do you call on him only when you're in desperate needs? Come on, when there's a desperate need in your life, come on. Do you call on him daily? I don't know about you. You got to depend on God daily. Come on, you got to call on him. Somebody say, call on him. See, John chapter 6, 33 to 35 says, for the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Jesus Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The question is, how many are hungry in this place? Oh, two people, amen. How, how many are hungry in this place, amen? Come on, anyone thirsty in this place, amen? Come on, you got to understand, amen, that, that you are going to have to go to him, and you're going to have to ask him for this daily bread. Come on, are you waking up saying, God, uh, give me this daily bread. Uh, Father, I want to be refreshed today. Uh, God, I want to be renewed uh, in mind and spirit and soul. God, nourish me. Come on, this is something that we need to call out to God. This is why Jesus told his disciples, this then is how you should pray. Pray to our father who is in heaven that you can go to daddy. We, we pray to a father that's in heaven. He, he's actually in heaven. Come on, we're not praying to somebody out there in la-la land or somewhere out there. We don't know where we're praying to. We're praying to a father that's in heaven. And he's a holy God. And we're inviting this kingdom to come into our lives, amen, that whatever's being done up in heaven will be done in our lives here on earth. And now we ask him for this daily bread. God, I want to be refreshed by you. So here Jesus saying, I am the bread of life. How many know that bread is a basic necessity of life? Come on, it's it's a symbol of all that's necessary for survival and life. I don't know if you ever saw an old movie of a person that's in prison. And they bring them their food, and they give them what? Bread and water. Amen. That's it. Because that is all that's needed to survive, guys, is bread and water. Amen. Jesus here is saying, I am the bread of life. Amen. You can ask for daily bread. And when you ask from the Father Church, you'll never go hungry, and you'll never thirst again. Amen. you got to call on Daddy. Somebody say, call on Daddy. Come on. Ask him for this daily bread. Come on, you, we, especially in the times that we're living today, that we need to call upon Daddy. We need to ask him to refresh our minds because so many things that are going out there, so many things are trying to pull our minds, so many things are trying to knock at our door, so, so, so many things are coming in the form of fear and all this stuff and doubt, him that we need to call on Dad and say, God, I need you to refresh my mind. I need you to refresh my spirit, my soul, God, I need you. Give us our daily bread. See, the words us and ours overcome selfishness and shows concerns for others. Notice it doesn't say give me. Come on. It doesn't say give me, give me, give me. Come on. My name is Jimmy. Hallelujah. Come on. God, it's not give me, give me, give me. Amen. Come on. But when you are praying, you're not just praying for yourself, church. You're praying for others. You're praying for the body of Christ. When you pray that, you're praying for me. Come on, you're praying for others. You're praying for other churches. You're praying for other brothers and sisters, amen. So when you say give us, we're praying for the body of Christ. We don't pray give us, amen. Come on, we pray give us, not me, amen, because it's not only me. It's for the family. So we ought to pray this prayer with our families. Come on, we need to pray when we come together and eat together. This is how we ought to pray, church. We ought to come to the Father in daily prayer, depending on him daily. Daily. Tell your neighbor daily. Come on. It's not just when you want something. We have to depend. God, when I wake up, I need to depend on you. I need you, Lord. I need you in my life. I need you as I go to work. I need you as I go out these doors. I need you as I go shopping or whatever, wherever you're going. You need to depend on God. And you need to come to Him gratefully. This, this daily bread is a prayer for daily victory. And overcoming, it's an overcoming prayer, church, because it connects us to the Father for full provision. Listen, for our needs. It will help us to overcome anything that we might, listen, that, that, that might distract us from living the, uh, a fulfilled life, a fulfilled purpose in God. We need to submit to the Lord, amen, and ask him to provide our needs. Somebody say, my needs. Whatever that may be for the day. Come on, how many know that different needs are different days? Come on, you may make what wake up and you need this need this day, or you need that that day. Amen. You got to ask the Father who'll provide you for all you needs. Amen. And whenever you ask of Him, watch how He'll provide it. He will faithfully and with abundance meet all your needs. Come on, somebody say, "Amen." amen. Why? Because God cares for us. He cares for the the, uh, the welfare of us, all of us, amen, and he will provide for us. We have seen throughout history, if you read the word of God, God has always provided for his people. And it doesn't stop today, church. He's the same God yesterday, today, and what? Forever. So the same God that provided for the people of Israel, the same God that provided for those in the Bible will also provide for you and I. In Matthew chapter 6, 25 to 34, it says, therefore, I tell you, he's talking to the church. He's talking to the believer. He's talking to us right now. He's talking to the church in 2021. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Come on, tell your neighbor, don't worry. Come on, don't worry about what you will eat or drink or about your body or what you wear. Isn't life more than food and body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you more valuable than they are? Can anyone of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes, See. How the flowers of the fields grow, they don't labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if you know how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is gone, thrown into the fire. Will he, not, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly father knows you need them. But first, seek somebody say, Seek. Seek his kingdom, his righteousness. Come on, God has to come first, church. It's a daily request, it's a daily uh, submission to God, it's a a daily uh, uh, dependency on God every single day. Seek his kingdom. And his righteousness in all these things. Somebody say all these things. All these things will be given to you as well. So therefore, don't worry. There it goes again. Worry's mentioned a few times in the scripture. Amen. I because why? People worry. Come on. I said, people worry. Come on, somebody say amen. We worry, we, there's things that come into our lives. So he's telling us here: if we seek him, if we seek his dependency, if we seek for daily bread, if we go to the Father, he's going to meet your needs uh, that you don't have to worry. So he says, seek the kingdom, his righteousness, and everything will be added to you. Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Our God, say my God. Takes care of us. He really does. He takes care of us. Come on, he's been taking care of PCLV. He's been taking care of the family of God for years. He's been taking care of God. You know, God's been taking care of of his his family throughout the generations Since the beginning of time, God has taken care of his people. So you don't need to worry. Tell your neighbor, you don't need a trip no more. Come on you know there's there's no tripping in the kingdom of God Tell your neighbor trust God Trust God Tell yourself trust God Come on we need to start with us amen Come on we need to tr- I need to trust God Come on, we, we, come on, well, I miss that, hallelujah. We need to trust God, amen. We, we need to call upon God, amen. We're so good at preaching to others about what they need to do. You ought to be doing it, amen. You need to be preaching to yourself. You need to be asking God yourself. He said, God, I need you. God, I depend on you. God, give us this day our daily bread. God, I need to trust you more. God, I need to stop worrying more, less, amen, but trusting you more. In Exodus chapter 16, 4 to 5, then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them to see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring, uh, what they bring in, and then there will be twice as much as they gathered on the other days. Here we see that the Lord provided for the people of Israel once again in the desert with manna. Manna for his people, bread from heaven that fell down upon them. Come on, we see in Matthew chapter 14, 17 to 21, we see that Jesus feeds the multitudes, amen. 5,000 people plus their families, amen. Listen, our God Cares and our God will provide for the need, church. Amen. You don't need to worry, you just need to call on Daddy. Come on, just call on Daddy. Come on, somebody now to be happy right now. Amen. That you can call on Daddy. Amen. Daddy's there, he's not going to scold you, he's not going to do this. He's going to supply the very needs for your life. My God, say, my My God, will provide. My God will provide for me. He'll provide for you. You won't have to worry about if the bills are going to get paid. You be faithful to God. You trust God. You be faithful to him, he'll be faithful to you. Come on, how you give is how you what you receive. And so we can give in faith, and faith will come back to you, church. We have to trust God. Come on. We are in times that we're living today that we need to trust God more than ever before. Come on. The devil is working overtime. He's trying to deceive the people of God. And, and the Bible even says many will fall away in those days. We see that in the church. That's why you don't see the houses packed or full. You know, there's others that are having revival. Amen. This is the best time. Let me tell you to have revival. Amen. Is to get in the house of God and allow God to do what he needs to do in our lives. If we can take the worry out and seek his kingdom first, then we can have revival right here. I'm telling you, we got to just go forward, amen, to the kingdom of God. Come on, you know, all this stuff can come at us. It's not going to go away, church. We need to press forward. We need to continue to do what God told us to do, what is in our spirits to do, what his word says to do, and continue to carry out the kingdom of God. Come on, preaching. Preaching. Repent, hallelujah, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Come on, we need to tell the world, amen, there is an answer. There is a cure for every single problem. There is a a cure for your need, and his name is Jesus, hallelujah. Come on, it's Jesus, amen, that's all you need. And you can call on him, and he'll provide for you. Lastly, God cares about our mental and emotional well-being as well. Come on. He cares about you. He don't want to see you sad. He don't want to see you worried. He doesn't want to see you, you know, uh, 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 huh? stressed out. Amen. There's, we're going to pray for you afterwards. Amen. Stressed out. Hallelujah. Come on. We, he doesn't want you to over, be overcome by these things. Our God will provide. He's there, and he don't want your mind to be messed with. He don't want you to, to freak out. He don't want doubt to sink in. And he doesn't want the spirit, listen, the spirit of fear to overcome you. Because 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power. Somebody say power. power. But of love. Somebody say love. Oh. And of sound mind. Somebody say sound mind. Come on. A right mindset. God wants you to think Right. Don't think like the world. Don't panic like the world. Don't freak out like your unsafe friends. Amen. We need to think right. Amen. And listen, don't let your emotions mislead you. Come on. This is not just a woman thing. It falls on men too. Amen. That we cannot let our emotions lead us. Your emotions will mislead you, church. But you have to walk in the power of love, sound, and a a right mindset, amen. Walk in power. You can do that. You can do that, church. You can walk in power, love, and a sound mind. It's all up here. It's what you, can, what you believe. If you have faith in God uh, and you seek his kingdom uh, and you ask for this daily bread, knowing that he's going to provide every single need in your life, uh, that you don't need to worry, amen, uh, that you can just walk in the power of God, uh, that you can walk in this love, amen, and then you can have a sound mind, church. Uh, come on. Uh, some of us, we just need a sound mind. Our mind is playing tricks on us. But if we seek his kingdom, if we seek him, he can give us this power, love, and sound mind. In Mark chapter 5 is the story of a man that is demon-possessed. A man that the Bible says was not in his right mind. No one, it says no one can contain him. He would cry in the mountains cutting himself because he was sick and tired of who he became. Church, are you sick and tired where you're at? Come on, are you sick and tired of when your mindsets and your struggles and everything that right now that this world is throwing at us, amen? Are you sick and tired how you feel or who you become? See, Jesus comes on the scene here. And the man, the man that's that's not in his right mindset, the man, amen, that's demon-possessed thinking, he's thinking Jesus is going to torture him. And he begs him to leave him alone. But in verse seven, uh, 15, it says, A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw the man who had been possessed by legions of demons was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, understand, church, God cares for you, and he cares for this world. And when he comes to you, listen, he's not there to pick on you. Come on, we're so ashamed, amen, of where we're at and how we're thinking, and, and we're thinking, man, uh, if I go to the altar, amen, I'm just going just, just to pick on me. He didn't come to pick on you. He doesn't call you He doesn't come to you to pick on you. He comes to fix you. Why? Because he cares about you. He cares about your, your, your mental mindset, the way you think and how you feel. What hurts you, do you know that hurts him? If you're his son and daughter, it hurts him. And so when you're going through mind battles and going through things, he, he wants to come to you and he says, I, I want to fix you. And we, right away we hide and we're scared and we're, we think that, you know what, he's going to come and, 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 and condemn us. Put shame on us. But he says, daughter, I want to fix you. Are you sick and tired of who you become? Are you sick and tired of how the world is leading you in your mindset? Seek me first. What happened about seeking me first? What happened about getting on your knees and asking for me, your daddy, to supply the needs? Yet we're calling people, calling family. Hey, can I borrow some money? Hey, can you, can you, no call on Jesus. He'll send the money. He'll send the friends. He'll send the, the helper. He'll send whatever you need. Call on him to bring your mind into a right mindset. Otherwise, you'll start freaking out because, let me tell you, I can tell you right now, man will disappoint you. But my God, your God, will never disappoint us, Church. Come on, he's there, amen. And we gotta just be patient sometimes, uh, and we gotta just trust on him. Tell your, tell your neighbor the check's in the mail. It's in the mail, hallelujah. Come on. Come on, somebody, yeah, talking tongue, shakara, it's in the mail. You gotta you gotta you gotta name it. You gotta tell Jesus, I know it's in the mail. You gotta tell your neighbor, I know it's in the mail. Tell your those unbelievers, I know it's in the mail, tell your family, amen. I know it's in the mail. My life may look like it's falling apart, but it's in the mail. God God will provide, amen. You watch, you see. Come on, I don't hear nobody out there on Facebook say nothing. Come on, somebody say amen out there. See, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 11, it says to ask, listen, ask for the, necess- uh, the, the the necessities of life. Amen. He sent his son, Jesus, into the world in human body form. He raised up Christ in his resurrected body. And he promised to give us as believers, that's you and I, new resurrected Bodies. Come on. Sister Rita's walking in her new resurrected body. Hallelujah. Come on. Sister Robin is walking in her new resurrected body. Amen. Sister Jan is rocking in his new resurrected body. Amen. Come on. They're having a party up there. Hallelujah. Come on. They're gathering together. Ah, oh, you made it. <laughs> Come on. They're coming together. Listen, death does not have a hold on us, church. It's not final with us. It just takes us to the beginning of our rest of our life. They've crossed over, church. That's where we're trying to get to. He supplies everything for us, church. The believer will dwell in this resurrected body forever. Come on. We're never going to die no more once we leave this place. No pain, no struggle, no more crying, no more bills, no more worries, hallelujah, come on, uh, no more stressing out, nothing. And God has chosen the believer's body to be what? The temple of the living God. And because God dwells inside of us, when we invite him, and say, thy kingdom come in, and, and he comes into our daily affairs, amen, and we invite him in, and he gives us the power to do what we need to do, amen, and, that we can ask for the daily bread, that he'll supply the very needs that you, for your life. But the believers should trust God. Trust him for the necessities of life. And then praise him, listen, for what you receive, <laughs> Come on, I don't know, anybody thank Jesus when you got your check? Come on. Hopefully, he didn't say about time or had an attitude. Well, it's about time I got it. Everybody else got it. Like I said before, the ugly people got it first. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're still waiting, you're cute. <laughs> you're cute. Hallelujah. Well, you got to receive, you got to give God praise that when he meets the need and you trust in God, you know what? Your response is to thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. I know that you will show up. Amen. Uh, Come on. Thank you, Jesus, for coming right on time. We have to learn, church, to be content in life. There's so many discontent Christians today. And come on, there are sons and daughters of the king, yet they're living like they're, they're discontent and they have a mean father. A, A father that doesn't care about them. A father that doesn't like them. A father that doesn't supply any need for them. Amen. Come on, I don't know what kind of God they're trusting in. Amen. But that's not my God. Amen. God is there to supply the very needs for our lives. And we have to learn to be content wherever we're at, church. If you're content, whether you, you're here on the highs or the lows, let me tell you, you, you got Jesus. We may not have what we want. But let me tell you, church, we got what we need, church. Come on. I know that we want certain things, but aren't you glad that you got what you need? Right? You, we got, you content? Are you content or are you dissatisfied because you don't have the latest shoes, the latest haircut, haircut, hallelujah. What's a haircut right there? (laughs) Come on, are, are, are we content church are we dissatisfied in the church today? Do we come in grumpy, mad at the world, mad at God? We just come because you know what we just don't want to go to hell but we're just content we're not happy we're only happy when we, when things are given to us and we, and, we're, and uh, we receive things. Philippians chapter 4 11 through 13, Paul's speaking here something that we can learn all of us can learn from Paul's life. And he's speaking here, and he says, you know what? I'm not saying this because I'm in need. I have learned, listen, he says, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know. Say, I know. I know what it is to be in need. How many know that? I've been in need. I've been in struggles. I've I've been, I've been where, man, we're just making the rent, paying the bills. Man, we just made the week. Hallelujah. I've been there. Come on, all of us have been there. He goes, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. Come on, there's a plenty right now for some of you guys. Come on. I've learned the secret, he says, of being content in any and every situation. Whether I'm well-fed or hungry. Whether I'm living in the plenty or the want. I can do this through him who gives me strength. Come on, hallelujah. You got to know the secret that God will take care of your needs. He'll take care of those needs in the plenty. He'll take care of those needs in the wants because you got to be content. Listen, in those places. I've seen most of the, I've seen probably the most happiest people are those that are in need, but they trust God. Than those that have money or have no, have no needs and they're just, they're just kind of looking like you right now. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Man, I've seen those people, I mean they, they don't have nothing, but they love Jesus. They're smiling, they're content, amen. Man, I I haven't got my check yet, but you know what? I'm all right. God has me, he's going to take care of me, amen. You know, I may not have this or that or that, but I'm content because you got to teach that to your kids. Hello? You got to teach them. You got to teach them to be content when they don't have everything that everyone else has. Teach them the importance of God and teach them the importance that don't worry, God's going to meet our needs. You got to show that to them. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. That when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we are believing God to provide all our needs. It's a dependent faith, church. We got to have a dependent faith on God. God, I depend on you. You know what, I woke up good today, but God, I still depend on you. God, you know what, I really don't need nothing today, but I still depend on you. God, I woke up this morning, I depend on you. I need you in my life. Whatever the circumstances are, church, we got to depend on God. It's dependent faith. And Jesus is teaching us to ask for the Father's direction. For his provision throughout the course of the day. So that we can come to God daily. This is a daily thing. This is not a Wednesday night thing. This is not a Sunday thing. It's an everyday thing. It's an everyday we wake up. Just like when we wake up, we should thank God for life. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. I, my eyes are open. Thank you, Jesus, amen, for my home. Thank you, Jesus, uh, that I'm going to the job that you have provided for me. Thank you, Jesus, amen, that I can turn on the shower or whatever it is uh, for life itself, for waking up. Hello. Thank you, Lord, because no life is not promised to no one. Thank you, Lord. I woke up today. Every day I'm thankful. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful for life. And sometimes it had to take certain situations to hit our life to appreciate life. And I appreciate life, church. I don't take it for granted. Thank you for another day, God. Thank you for my breath of life. Thank you for for the strength. Thank you for the healing of my body. Thank you, Lord, for the provision. Thank you for the protection. Thank you for everything. It's not promised to us. I thank you that you've given me another day. And so I'm coming to you, Daddy. My Father who is in heaven, who I can come in confidence to. And you're a holy God. That means you're a good God. And I pray, God, I don't want to do my will. I want to do your will. So thy kingdom come. Thy will be done right here through my life, right here on earth, as it is in heaven. I want to represent you in the right way. I want to be an ambassador. I want, to, I want to be a representative of your kingdom, and I need to display it in a proper manner. God, because you gave me a day of life to represent you, not for me, because it's not about me. It's all about him. And God, you gave me this opportunity to share your love and what you've done in my life to share to others, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he is the cure for any season, any any time of year it is, and whatever seasons we go through that God is there to take care of us so that we can come to Him daily, giving Him our daily details in prayer, church, requesting today's bread, today's bread that can meet our needs, delivering us from chasing wrong, wrong things and helping us, from wasting our time on pointless pursuits. God give us this day our daily bread. Give us. It has to be daily church. As I close tonight, the daily bread prayer is a daily victory and overcoming prayer. Because it enters enters us to draw on God's full provision for our needs. As I said before, it's a dependent faith prayer. God helps us to overcome anything that might try to pull us away or pull our lives from his purpose. But we need to submit to the Lord daily and ask him to provide our daily needs. Just like we need to eat physical food for strength, we need spiritual strength as well. That only comes when we go to the Father, who is in heaven, knowing that He is a holy God, and praying for Thy will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And ask, to give us this. Day.